Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 17. And I'm your host, sure? Terry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 17. Okay, alright, Whatever. If it's not 17, then it'll be 16. But I'm sure it's 17. Alright, uh, I'm your host, Terry, and your co host, Malcolm, here. Hello, guys. What's going on? So today we're going to talk about uh, mobility, the importance of mobility, and then like why we should incorporate some type of mobility in our workouts and also the difference between just trying to be flexible and gaining a range of motion and being mobile mm-hmm. um, so let's first talk about uh, mobility in general why it's important yeah. I feel like a lot of people they tend to neglect this portion uh, even myself sometimes mm-hmm. like if I'm in a rush um, I, I try not to do any mobility at all and just go right into my workout but it's definitely important I think we need to do it before our workouts especially and also when you have free time yeah. Um, I don't think you have to do it after, but when you have free time, I think you should always try to increase your mobility. Yeah, I agree. I agree with, with what you said. Um, uh, you know, I try and tell my clients who uh, who work a desk job to like do some kind of mobility, especially the ones who have like you know really like internally rotated shoulders from being in front of the computer all day long. Um, try to do some kind of like mobility for their for their shoulders, some kind of like uh, arm sweep against the wall or something. Just so that way, you know, like they don't, you know, go from having more mobility when they're with me, and then once they leave me, they leave, they go back to having none. You know, right? It's just it should be. They say it should be done. Uh, what is it? Uh, like at least ten minutes a day, three three times three three times a day. Like ten minutes a ten day. minutes ten minutes three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fitness professional, and I don't have time for that. I mean, I guess you can find time for that somewhere. But Sometimes, I guess at just, some point you guys find time for that. I, I just say do it before your workouts. And then if you have like an off day yeah. or you're watching TV, you know, get some mobility work in here and there. I hear you. Yeah. Um, I, but like specifically planning out 10 minutes a day, three times a day. You know, I just, I just think you should do it, you know, at least once a day. Yeah. Once a day. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um but I also understand why they want it to be three times a day. Well, of course, yeah. You're creating a habit, right? Yeah, you're um, creating a habit to be more And you got to, like, pretty much teach your body to get into those positions yeah. uh, that your body is not used to. So you being a little more consistent on that and doing it that frequently, eventually your body's going to conform to that. Uh, conform fitness. <laughs> <laughs> conform fitness. <laughs> shout out oh, to Jared. That's why you call it conform. <laughs> oh, I get it. Now. That's why it's called that. Uh, shout out to Jared, our co-worker here. But um, yeah, that's how your body's got really adapt to that that new position. Yeah. Because um, if let's say you sit seven times, you know, a week, and then you're for majority of the day like six hours, mm-hmm. and you only do mobility one time a day, uh, once a week. Mm-hmm. You know that that's not really gonna do anything for you. Mobility yeah. should be done every single day. Yeah. Um, like Malcolm said, if you can three times a day, ten yeah. minutes a day. Yeah, you got uh, ten minutes a time. <laughs> you got to think like, like uh, you know, there are people. Who sit in front of a computer all day long and it's and it, uh, their heads down, their back is rounded, and it's like they're just their hands are in front of them. Right. So that's that's some of that's their job, you know. That's what they do as a as a nine to five job every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. So for them to walk into the gym to us and say, "Okay, I'm ready, Terry," it's like, nah, no, you're not. You know? Yeah. So that's why us as professionals, we try to always do some type of mobility work in the beginning uh, to get them out of that position. Right. And that might not be a hundred percent. Yeah. To in terms of you know form technique and just in terms of range of motion, but 
we want to at least get some type of yeah, you know yeah. range of motion in their arms, shoulders, yeah. you know their back. Just loosen them up before they actually go into the exercise. So mobility, should, I think it should be done before because um, once you create that new range of motion, right, you want to practice and uh, perform your exercise through that new range of motion. That way, you create new muscle tissues uh, through that range of motion, and eventually, um, you'll have that new range of motion. Um, but if you just just get into your exercise routine without doing any mobility work um, you're just going to be used to the, um, the posture that you had coming into the gym so that sitting posture uh, the rounded shoulders the forward head positioning mm-hmm. so those, those are the positions you bring into your exercise routine and over time your body's going to get used to that and um, you're going to be doing your squats or whatever your bench mm-hmm. or whatever exercise you may be doing mm-hmm. in that bad positioning and bad posture yeah. and it's going to be harder and harder to fix that mobility issue if you just continue to add load you know increase strength through that posture yeah yeah do you stretch your clients after the workout do i stretch my clients after the workout if yeah. they deserve it <laughs> <laughs> um i'm not I'm just kidding but um i think i was wondering because for, i think you asked you just before okay and like you were saying it really depends on their goals you know. But I think you said to me, you said you don't stress them because there's no point because they're going to go back into that flex position anyway. Yeah, so I'd rather do mobility work than stretch them. Of course, some clients I have to stretch because that's what they like. They, yeah. you know, they like to be relaxed. Yeah. I think there's a, it's important to stretch them because it gets them down into a relaxed state. So if we just finish a high-intensity uh, cardio, mm-hmm. you know, if you stretch them, um, you kind of get them into a lower heart rate yeah. zone. And that way, the cortisol levels aren't skyrocketed when they leave the gym. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you should. If I had to choose, I would not stretch my clients. I'd rather do mobility work afterwards. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree that would just do like um, mobility work in terms of just going through a range of motion mm-hmm. and like performing, uh, let's say, a book opener yeah. right, or cat cow. Yeah. And doing that instead of laying down and me just pushing you to your limits for yeah. your hamstring to yeah. really get a stretch. I understand. Right, because... That's not really not gonna do anything for you, like unless because you're not practicing the range of motion yourself. You're yeah. just laying down there and letting someone else, you know, push your limbs and yeah. and your body. Yeah. Right, you're not really performing the movement. Yeah. So that's when we get into the difference between having flexibility and mobility. also mobility, right? Because yeah. someone could just sit there and stretch and reach for their hamstrings, mm-hmm. but then they might not be able to, you know, reach down and touch their toes. Yeah, because that's a little different. That's a little different, right? Because yeah. you're going through movement as you reach down and touch through your toes, but instead of uh, instead of just sitting there and really touch your toes and just you know um, yanking your hamstrings and trying yeah. to get get there to your toes. Yeah, there's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's but there's, it's, it's important for them to go through that range of motion because um, most of the people we do meet are super tight and like the, mainly mainly the hips, mainly their hips and their shoulders. So it's important to go through like the that range of motion of like a squat or like a deadlift or like some kind of like um, moving for the shoulder because it gets them used to being in, being in that position and that's the position we want them to be in overall. Right. You know, there's there's a goal to be able to do a squat like that's in my opinion like one of, one of the most important movements in the gym. So if you can if you can do that, then that makes the workouts more efficient and a lot easier. But at the same time, people have these like really rigid like tight hip hip sockets and things like that so you know they they can't move their hips freely through, and through through any range of motion um you know they can't externally rotate or internally rotate so then we have to take all this time to 
to create this range of motion for them and it takes a lot of time so mm-hmm. explain to them why is that why that is important is hard because it because it can be kind of boring right it is boring i mean you know you're not sweating yeah. you know you're, you're just really moving your body really slowly yeah and also it's not helping them reach towards their goal which is weight loss right mm-hmm. yeah i mean i guess you could go into explanation saying if we increase your range of motion we could be able to we could you know do the exercise properly eventually we could move more weight and then that'll lead to your weight loss right exactly. but a lot of people don't want to hear that they, they just want to hear oh uh, what's the best exercise i can do to lose uh you know 20 pounds yeah and that's the hardest thing because yeah. you'll see these people who um he's like you know i want to get my chest i want to get my chest bigger or my chest uh right you know looks better but you look at them you can look at them and tell that they shouldn't be doing any kind of like press motion or bench press or overhead press motion you know right because their shoulders are just so you can look at them and tell their shoulders are so tight if you even if you stand in front of them and look at their thumbs if their thumbs are turned uh if their thumbs are turned so far inward almost where mm-hmm. their thumbs are backwards like right. facing uh facing behind them almost right. or like facing the facing the way then you can also automatically tell that their their uh their uh chest is really tight Mm-hmm. You know, like like a boxer. If you ever look at a boxer's thumbs, they're, they're literally their thumbs are almost behind them. Like um, their wrist is always almost always turned all the way, like inward. Mm-hmm. So their chest is so tight. So then from there you can look at them and tell, like okay, like you probably shouldn't do any kind of like movement overhead. Yeah. So from there, trying to explain to them, okay, well we probably gotta work on some mobility first, and you know, and then they don't want to really want to hear that. And then if they don't want to hear that, then that promotes injuries. Yeah, know? but also I think. Um, if you're a sports specific athlete true like that's you're a boxer little, you, yeah. you really can't you know create this amazing range of motion where they stand properly or with their shoulders back yeah you know that makes sense and yeah. then um get them out of internal rotation yeah or let's say um a football player or like a baseball player especially a baseball player that throws the ball mm-hmm. um you know they might, might be really tight on one shoulder mm-hmm. Um, but we don't want to create any more range yeah. of motion because they're so used to um, throwing powerful, you know, you know, pitches through that, that arm with that, with that one arm. Yeah. With that one arm, so yeah. just creating that range of motion might limit their power. Might limit, yeah. Right. Like um, one of our employees was deadlifting yesterday, and I was watching him deadlift, and I was standing behind him, and you see his hip shift um, to the left, and then I took a video of him and I showed it to him. And, uh, you know, and he said that, you know, I have really bad external external rotation on my right hip. And you can see that if, if whatever his hip, sh- his hip shifts to the left, meaning that his he has more range of motion on his left on his left hip. Mm-hmm. So his so the weight, all the weight on him, his spine, you'll see it, his pelvis just shifts to that one side because the body, the the uh, the body goes into the place that has the least restriction or, or the least um at least path of resistance what it's called mm-hmm. so but he said that he plays football and he he normally plays with his uh left leg forward all right so if his left leg is forward and he's leaning all of his weight on his left leg meaning he's going to have more mobility on that left leg because it's it's just in that position for so long and that flexibility right. for so long all the time so and his right leg is not going to have any kind of like uh never in that position at all mm-hmm. so whenever he does a movement that is like bilateral his feet standing um in the same spot or even and he come and he does any kind of like squat or, or a deadlift it's going to have that little shift yeah so it so but for him i feel like you can create that range of motion on his right hip because i don't think that is going to affect him in his sport that much okay because if he has you know it's not like he's 
it's not like throughout the whole time he's in that position when he's playing football. He plays defensive end in football, yeah, so yeah. he has to move laterally, right, left, right, right to left a lot, or right. he has to um, spin. He has to like jump over people. You know, he has to does a lot of different movements. It's not it's not like a boxer where he's in this position ninety percent of the time when he's fighting. Right, right. You know, he he doesn't uh, mm. that that. Creating more mobility on his right, on his right leg, will won't pro, uh, restrict him from being better at his sport. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I think that I'd like to add on to that is just for myself. Um, like, I guess we both powerlift, right? So, yeah. uh, for people who have limitations, to what we were talking about yesterday, how like, if someone is mobility is an issue and it doesn't create the best bar path in terms of their lifts, mm-hmm. it might cause a restriction in terms of how strong they can get. Yeah. Right, so that's when you have to decide whether you want to take time off and really improve your mobility in order to improve what you're doing um, and strength-wise in the gym. Yeah. Like, let's say you want to get your squat higher mm-hmm. in terms of numbers, but your your internal rotators or external rotators for your hip on one side is causing an issue to, to have that pelvic shift. Mm-hmm. So in, instead of using both legs to to drive through the floor you're, you're actually only using one because yeah. all that weight shifted to one side yeah so that's when you actually have to just you know throw the ego to the side and say i'm gonna work with lighter weight it's gonna take me probably a year to yeah get through that range um, get that range of motion first mm-hmm. and then eventually teach my body how to work with that new range of motion yeah and you could you could uh, you know produce more force that way when you have a greater range of motion yeah for powerlifting that makes more sense because powerlifting is looked at as a marathon sport not a sprint so right. you can look at competition and realize that like the people who are better than you at at, right, at some point in time, you can e- I easily in a couple years catch them. They're not going to be they're no, they don't always stay at the top because there's so many people who are getting better and you are as well. It's just a matter of time when that ha- when that time happens if you stick with it. So with all that being said, it is better for you to take that time off and work on mobility because there you know it's like do you sit there and go okay well um you know do i want to i want to be good i only did one meet i want to do more and more and more but i have this really bad you know like pain in my hip because i lack mobility on on one side because i push off that one hip all the time right so it's like do i want to risk injury and just say forget and just keep going and going or do i want to take some time off and it's always better to just work on mobility you can you can fix it within the process of getting stronger it just is, your strength isn't gonna go up as fast as it normally would, right? You know, so you have like you kind of have to, uh, you know, think about what right. um, you know, what you want to do from there. You have to really find figure out what the problem is. If it's your hip, if it's weakness, if it's uh, your shoulders, if one shoulder isn't as doesn't externally rotate as much as the other, whatever it is, you figure out what it is and then you work on it as much as you can and make you make the adjustments, make the improvements, and then from there you can um still develop strength it may not be as as fast as you want it to be because you're still trying to work on other things um because you know the more focus you put on one thing and you lose you lose focus on other things so you, so that is like a uh, you know uh, um a roadblock as well yeah and i think mobility is not just for strength purposes but just injury prevention yeah it's just so important um you know because the last thing you want is to get injured okay so the main thing in the gym um you don't want to get yourself injured because once you get injured, you can have a setback and you have to take probably a couple of weeks or up to a couple of months off. And you probably have to go to physical therapy, depending on how you know, major the injury is. So that's the first thing you want to do in terms of just preventing yourself from getting injured. Is performing mobility work and that's going to help you know, in the long term of your overall health. Yeah. Yeah, so it's basically from 
if you think about it from a uh, perspective of, you know, you don't want to uh, go through all these um, movements with all this, with this imbalance or these, uh, uh, you know, lacking mobility over and over and over again. You kind of, you really eventually want to correct it. Um, and that's the, and that's the main thing as far as longevity goes, is to just almost humble, humble yourself and deal with the stuff that's not fun and then go into the, uh, go into all the, uh, you know, into the mobility, you know, right away. Right. Like, same thing with dieting, same thing with uh, doing cardio, you know, you don't have, uh, you know, you you don't have to do it, but if you perform it well enough, you could get better results, yeah, like you, you know, overall like a, better results. You said like a seesaw, mm-hmm. you know, the more work you put into mobility, the better you're going to get at it, mm-hmm. um, but you can't only do mobility obviously you know as far as like what your goals are but that's mobility just a part of it to make all all the goals all the movements you want to do uh better just more efficient Mm -hmm. you know yeah so especially for those like uh you know i see this all the time college students coming in you know working out and then they're about to start their chest day and let's put on 135 you know 245 plates on the bar that's my warm-up and you don't want to do that and you don't want to just use like a fly machine which i used to do myself right just pump up those the muscle are, those are the those are the uh, aesthetic <laughs> bodybuilding days so i like yeah 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 that was okay i mean i guess depending on your goals um you know even for bodybuilders i think they should do some type of mobility because they do get injured you know do high volume training <laughs> yeah. and tightness in their muscle um, they, get, so. they, get, they get injured a lot less than i thought they would thought they did but they do get injured pretty um, just from well yeah you take a look at a lot of the bodybuilders they get injured you know lower back yeah you know um, shoulder injury is very common in bodybuilding I think shoulders though the main one because a lot of them overhead press or a lot of them press above their head without having correct range of motion so yeah. they're just you know banging that socket yeah. up on their uh, glenohumeral joint you know and it just wears and tears and eventually you uh, you can fuck up your shoulder yeah I thought it was mainly from like just overuse yeah, I think overuse too, just because like the, the the total amount of volume that they're doing. Yeah. Um, especially those uh, higher level competitive bodybuilders. Yeah. Um, they don't really take a break, right? Since really. they could train so hard with the extra juice and steroids, you know, they could keep training, and they don't really need to recover. But essentially, their joints need to recover because you know they can't be doing tons of volume over and over again. Yeah. Because that's really how they get injured. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I understand. But definitely, uh, no matter what sport you're in or what kind of activity you do, if you're involved in the gym and you knew, you need to do some form of exercise, mobility is definitely um, is definitely one of the uh, one of the important things you you should uh, look into. Right. Whether it's running, whether it's um, swimming, um, you know, if you play basketball, if your coach has you um, lifting weights in the gym, you play it for a football team. Right. So uh, mobility, meaning practicing. Uh, range of motion through movement and not just flexibility all right so that wraps up the episode Uh, if you guys have any questions uh, please feel free to leave a comment on any of the podcast app Um, especially if you're on um, apple Podcasts, please leave us a comment and review that'll be greatly appreciated Um, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys in the next podcast